0: This is another episode of You, Me, and Swinging. Um, today we're not from our normal Tucson studio. We're over here in Kingman um, at our friend's house. And we're going to introduce them in a little bit. But this weekend we've just been spending with them. And that was uh, a drive, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> a five-hour drive from our Tucson home. Um, but we've been over at the lake jet skiing. We did. We hung out with them all Friday, well, all Friday night, we got here at 12 and then we stayed awake till 10 o'clock.
1: Does that really count as Friday though? If you got here yeah, at like 1230? That's true.
0: So basically we just been with them all Saturday and then today. So this is, I'm Cody. I'm Katie. And uh, we're introducing our friends that we, we met about two months ago. We'll go ahead and let them introduce ourselves.
2: I'm Greg.
1: And I'm Crystal.
0: And the, they're the infamous couple that we always talk about. They they're are the, the
3: closest, rela- like, closest couple that we've gotten to in this lifestyle experience all together since we started a year ago.
0: Yeah, they're the the ones that introduced the difference between swinging and lifestyle. So I I wanted to start off talking about that because our last podcast left off with us talking about the difference between singing and lifestyle and you guys are the ones that introduced that to us. So we just wanted you to give your real quick definition about it.
1: What is your
3: definition between lifestyle and swingers?
1: So one of the biggest differences between lifestyle and swingers, um, both very closely put in the same category and a lot of times misunderstood. And labeled as just swinging. But overall, swingers a lot of times are really more interested in just like the one night stand, where, you know, it's a great experience. But for those who are lifestyle, they're more interested in finding friends who can be themselves. And if something sexual happens, it happens, but it's not sought after as, say, a one night stand is so swingers when you go to swinger parties it's very different than finding friends who are interested in doing other things too like going out to the lake and going Mm -hmm. jet skiing and all of that stuff
2: it's just a booty call
0: yeah it's building the friendships and that's uh that's one thing we didn't even know was possible until we met them but now that we have it's really the only thing we do now at all
2: i was gonna say when we met you we didn't meet you guys with the intention of sleeping with you guys we met you guys with you know, because maybe we have the same common interests in some things and stuff. And I do video, you do music, so there's a common interest. Oh yeah. So we we have a good foundation of a good friendship. The other stuff is just a bonus.
0: Oh yeah. So, and, and most of the time, we're we're hanging out. We're not always, you know, trying to have sex. We're just we enjoy each other's company, and that's what we do most of the time.
2: Right. We hang out fully clothed. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. I mean, Definitely not. <laughs>
3: some of us aren't right now.
2: <laughs> Definitely but.
1: not. Um, I was just going to say, talking on that subject, those who are swingers, normally when they meet other people, it's with the intention of, am I going to get lucky tonight? Whereas, even if it's not like at a swinger party, just in general. Whereas, lifestyle people, like what Greg just said, when you meet new people, it's, are we going to get along? Are we going to be good friends? And the intention of there is, what kind of experiences can we make with this new couple or this new people do we have a lot in common is there something there more than just sex because the thing is let's be honest we could probably find anyone we wanted at any time but the true beauty in it is finding people that you can share both the sexual and the non-sexual experiences with that is a big difference between lifestyle and swinger Mm -hmm. so when we met you guys we were like oh well i wonder if they're They'll end up being good friends if something happens, cool. But like, we're not, we're not seeking that out. And it, we ended up getting a lot more than we bargained for. And I'm very glad that we met you guys.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. It's completely changed my life and that's for sure.
1: Do you think
3: from that first like kind of date, cause we went out to dinner before the very first time we met you, we went out to dinner. Did you think that we would end up to where we are right now uh, from that first date or did you guys kind of already know that this might lead to this?
1: I didn't expect us to connect so quickly, so fast. I thought that might take some time. I really didn't know what to think. Mm-hmm. Um, but after we met you guys, I realized that we shared a lot in common with both of you on both sides. And I still, at that time when we met you, didn't think we would get to where we are now.
2: I agree 100%. I had no idea what to expect.
0: I, I, we know for sure that, well, when you guys invited us to the Cheesecake Factory that day, We were really excited because you guys were the first couple to ever... Want to actually get to know us. Yeah, not... You guys told us straight up right away, like, we don't... We're we're not going to do anything tonight just so you guys know. We're just um, getting to know each other and meeting each other. And we were so happy to hear that because it took out a lot of the stress of, you know, driving up somewhere and All the nerves. Like, all the nerves. and, um, And honestly, we're happy that we changed. We stopped doing that. Like, it's helped build our connection with you guys and have a better friendship and then along as it just, it helps us make us just feel better and we're not just sleeping around anymore.
1: Swinger versus lifestyle. Yes. Very very clear.
2: (laughs) Yeah. We were, that was for, for meeting new people. Um, we don't meet a lot of people, so we're very selective, I guess.
0: Well now we haven't met anybody other than you guys. Really, (laughs) It happens.
2: I'm sorry. (laughs) Downside, but that's truly like, the big difference of a swinger versus lifestyle because then you guys would have met us and you would have kept going. So we wouldn't have been enough for whatever you guys are looking for, but.
1: It's too easy to get around with the mentality of, I'm gonna meet these people so that way we can experience the one night stand or whatever. It's just too easy. And the swinger community is actually a lot smaller. There's a lot of people out there, but when you're looking at your community within your state, you end up seeing the same people around because there's not as many younger people going into the lifestyle yeah. or into the swinger community. It's just too easy to get around. When you go in with the mentality of, hey, I want to get to know them. I want to like, learn what makes them happy or you know, I want to learn about why you guys are together with one another. What do you love about one another? It changes the perspective and it deepens whatever you're trying to build
0: another thing that we pointed out last episode too was that whenever we it finally we did get intimate it felt more natural and not so forced
1: and it wasn't uncomfortable in the moment or anything yeah. like that that's how it should be like, exactly right otherwise why what's the point point? Mm-hmm. and that's coming from you know we're we're lifestyle we identify as lifestyle and i'm not hating on those who are swingers because
0: different everyone has their,
1: their their yeah everyone has their own thing that they're into and that's that's great But for me, what's the point unless you can connect with the person you're with? And how do you connect with them if it's a one-night stand? You can't. So for me personally, the whole point being lifestyle is to be able to connect with you guys and and make it a better experience overall and deepen whatever we're trying to build. It's okay to have that kink
3: of wanting to have those one-night stands 100%. But there's just, just that difference. Yeah, it's just more that some people can the crave the connection with the sex rather than just the sex in them. And
0: it's helped us learn a lot more going away from that. It helped us learn a lot more about ourselves. Like, uh, me and Katie were talking the other day about it's helped us learn more about what our love languages are. And, like, I know
3: communication has become way better way ever better. since we
2: got in this. What you like versus what you just exactly. what you don't like.
1: Can you explain to me why communication may have improved going into? The lifestyle.
0: Well, well, you guys pushed us <laughs> really hard. <laughs> but you guys you guys asked a you lot have, of questions. We pushed really you by fast. not pushing you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that that really just helped us open up. And then, well, we just started as we got comfortable with you guys and actually built uh, sort of more than, well, a sort of friendship. It helped us expand on what we truly like because we were able to focus and hone in on the things. Instead on the of, whole rule. Because when we were just the swinger aspect, we were going into these and we were just stressed out the entire time. And so we never got to really focus on what we did enjoy about it. And since we don't stress when we're, you know, getting intimate with you guys, we're able to actually hone in on what we do enjoy and what parts we don't enjoy.
3: And enjoy it at the most that we can.
2: And the best part is, is, I mean, you guys can come over on a weekend and nothing may even happen on that weekend. Yeah. Exactly. And, and then it's not a big deal. It's just, it's just something you get to look forward to and later. we still end up having a good time.
3: All the time.
1: And one of the cool things that I love about this whole thing, and you kind of touched on that, you know, understanding the person you're with, but also learning maybe new kinks and new things that you enjoy that... With the same partner in a monogamous relationship, you may never discover. And you might learn, like you said, learn things about yourself that could also be things that you would have never tried. And when you're experimenting with other people with an understanding and having the rules and the foundation that you know we've established, you learn things that you might be into that you would have never discovered. Mm-hmm. And I love that.
2: Well, but- and you get to share your... Uh, I guess the abilities with your lover abilities. to, to another, another female.
1: I think it enhances the communication overall because the fact of the matter, I would say 95% just to give some credibility, 95% of straight men, because I'm not going to put gay guys in this category. It's not fair. We'll see another woman who is beautiful walking down the street and the thought will occur. Wow. She's pretty. And it's not like in a degrading way, but just like, wow, she's pretty. And how unfair is it for him not to be able to share that with the person he loves? And be fully honest. Yeah, to walk down the street. You know, I, I love that part of my relationship, part of the lifestyle is I can walk down the street and comment on how attractive someone is, male or female. And the response I get back is, agreeable it's oh you know you're right or
2: well there was that person's
1: that person's that person's better that person's super cute whatever (laughs) i like her butt whatever and he doesn't have to worry about me getting all why are you looking at her that that aspect of jealousy because we're secure in a relationship we don't have to worry about that and that gives a level of freedom for communication that monogamous couples don't always have even outside of the bedroom just being able to comment on other things going on without that fear how do you how would you say that people who are honestly thinking
3: about going into this swinger or lifestyle community how do you get over that aspect of the first jealousy
0: yeah that was another thing we were talking about on episodes
3: yeah, how do you ultimately? Because no matter what, it's kind of it's just hard. Because this is the person you love, the person you like, We we got over some people pretty fast because we used to be really jealous people.
0: But uh, yeah, and it was surprising for us. It was really shocking how fast we got over it. Like before we met you guys, we were already over the
2: jealous aspect.
3: Yeah, but like when we first introduced it, like we first started dating, we were always jealous people because mm-hmm. we that so, we were full of insecurities also.
2: So question: So when you guys first started, did you were you jealous when you had your first? encounter or was it was the jealousy gone before that
3: it was gone before that
2: it was gone
0: before that yeah it was just like the thought of like i'm scared of being jealous that's what really what it was
3: yeah
2: so what changed
0: i i didn't get whenever i saw her with another guy i i found it really attractive i found it hot and so that i was not jealous whatsoever and i don't know how she felt but for me the first time i didn't have any jealousy at all
1: okay so for me I've actually been asked this a lot by other people. Um, There's other females who are like, "Hey, I love the idea of what you guys do, but I couldn't even imagine my, you know, significant other being with someone else because what if they're better in bed? What if they're better at this? What if they like, you know, what if my guy likes her more than me? What? How do you respond to that? that? You got to change your mentality. The mentality with that. Goes from a comparison of, oh, is she better in bed than me? To knowing your lover, knowing your significant other and saying, I know where I stand. I know that my lover is secure with me. You have to set rules. That's, that's, rule. that's the first thing. But going into it with the mentality of, I get to share my lover and my lover comes home to me. At the end of the day, I win because they come home to me and being secure in that.
0: So what we wanted to know what are your opinions on how the rules change and all that? Because I I know you guys are the ones that talk to us about how rules eventually change.
1: Rules change over time. They change over time with different people. You have a different comfort level with different couples depending on how we get to know them. If you're interested in just a one-night stand and that's your thing your rules might be different than say someone whose lifestyle and you've gotten to know them and you've gotten more comfortable with them. Mm -hmm. Everyone has different rules and they always change, but the most important aspect of it is making sure your partner is on the same page and knows where you guys are with rules. Then you don't have any problems. There's no jealousy. There's no, well, what was he doing? Were they okay? And there's no second guessing because you know that your rules are being followed whatever that means Communica- communication is key
2: yeah like if i walk away from her and i'm not allowed to do anything um for instance a shower mm-hmm. so if i'm not allowed to do anything i won't do it. my connection to crystal is so mm-hmm. strong that if i am away from her and we have a rule don't play separately then i wouldn't do anything mm-hmm. but if that rule allowed kissing then i would so and while i'm away crystal doesn't need to worry about whatever i'm doing because she she assumes i'm following the rules if i break the rules it's no different than a monogamous couple cheating or not cheating or Mm -hmm. or breaking one of their own rules so it's just a simple rule and the rules change over time because everyone gets more comfortable with everyone you know Mm -hmm. there could be someone that right after sex they get up and walk out of the room like it's just there's things you want to
0: and then there's also the certain people that you only change rules for like me and katie have specific rules that we Will only change for you guys. There's, we have never met anybody else that so we are okay with changing majority
2: of the rules for. Yeah, we may have, we may have like a no kissing rule, but then you guys may have other friends that may have kissing rule. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's just that's just it, it's a, that's how they change it, your rules between the two of you. That it, they will change over time.
1: I was gonna say, the whole point of being lifestyle is the experience, is being able to share that with your partner. And it's not to take one for the team. It's not to, oh, well, you know, I get, it. I guess, I'm not really into him or I'm not really into her, but I'll do that because I wanna make sure my guy's happy. That's 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 not how that works, at least from a female perspective. The reason rules are set in place and rules need to be established before you go to wherever you're going. Talk about them before you have that drink before things change and then when you get to wherever you're at it prevents you guys from being in an uncomfortable situation or from one of you being put in a position where you're not experiencing something together and enjoying it together because one's taking it for the team the rules are set to protect both of you and then you don't have to worry and overanalyze all of the you know whatever happens the experience yeah well
2: and a big thing out of that is how solid is your relationship. The so trust. as as a lifestyle couple, how solid is it? Because if a rule breaks or if something happens to the relationship, it, it you weren't, you know, cut out for it, I guess. It would it would have probably happened anyways. If you're a monogamous couple and the guy strays away from the woman, you know, that's that's cheating, you know? Mm-hmm. So
1: So one of our biggest rules that does not change is no playing alone. And the only stipulation to that is if there has been permission given for someone where that doesn't apply, or we know about a possible situation beforehand. So we do not play separate. And if separate play is ever done, even if it's someone we've played with before, if there is something that is done where we didn't know about it beforehand or permission was not given beforehand, it's considered cheating. And if either of us cheat, there's no reason for it in the lifestyle, period.
3: Exactly.
1: If either of us cheat, it ends up in the relationship ending period, no questions asked. And for me, that's a really big like, I need to respect my partner and make sure that these rules are followed. And a lot of people in the lifestyle or swingers don't necessarily follow them that strictly and then they end up with problems. So that's why you see like in TV shows and movies when they talk about it, their rules were not followed it ends up falling apart things don't work out and it would have never worked out in the first place because there was no respect
0: so all right and then um getting past that real quick before we get into the next topic uh how long have you guys been in the lifestyle so people who haven't listened to this or known you guys before that
2: i think myself 15 years about 15 years i guess
1: so we actually met in the lifestyle. Um, I, we've been together for six years. I had started a couple months before that and um, you know, didn't really think much of it. So the conversation of should we be lifestyle or how do I bring it up was never an issue for us because we met lifestyle. But so for I, me, yeah. six years. I think 15.
2: 15, but I was going to say I was already lifestyle before I met you. Correct. So it's just an, again a bonus that your your lifestyle too.
1: That's actually one of the things in our life that we have never ever ever had an argument over.
2: How did you guys find out your lifestyle? Um I I don't even I don't even know. Born that way, I guess.
1: No, I mean, how did you what was your first <laughs> How like, did argument? you start
0: getting into the lifestyle?
1: I actually I just, don't know the answer to this for uh, you.
2: I've just always I don't know. I've never had a problem with life. how'd you
0: how'd you start in the lifestyle though? Like how How did I start? Yeah, like Um, what did what? How did you get happen that you got into it? What was your first?
2: Um, um, I started lifestyle in Hawaii with my ex, and we started lifestyle. We just went to a party that was more of a hippie style party.
0: Did you guys know that it was that?
2: No, well, I mean, we didn't. We're we're new to the island at the time, so so we wouldn't have um, known about all that because we're from the city <laughs> as funny as that sounds but then people end up taking like uh, nude baths and stuff like that there are naked people walking around and we both both of us when we commented on it we um we thought it was funny and we had no problem with it so that's when i got into the lifestyle and that's i guess around the same time i found out that i was different
3: that's cool that you had a partner at the time that was kind of accepting of it too at the same time right It would have been totally different if she was like whoa
2: well and you know the funny thing is is, and that for us at at the time is based off porn so you know you watch group sex or, or single couples having sex or you know public stuff and we both had no problem with that so trying it in the real world was quite interesting oh yeah
3: um what
1: about you crystal um i have always gravitated towards a different sexual experience um, it's something that was a challenge because other people didn't understand it. I always felt like there was something wrong with me. Um, I've always, always loved and adored women. That's never been a question. I identified in high school as a lesbian. Sorry, Greg. Um, and I don't
2: know how I made the cut.
1: <laughs> after I turned 18, I s- somehow found myself in a relationship with – two other people who happened to be married. I was already approaching the poly aspect of things. I didn't know what a swinger was. I didn't know what the lifestyle was. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I just knew that I was comfortable having two people in my life at the same time. They are the ones that brought me to my first swinger party where I was like, whoa, this is a thing. Like, this is There's a whole other world I didn't even know about. And it was the first time I felt connected to others where I wasn't the odd one out. I felt like everyone there had a very similar mentality. And it kind of went from there. I ended up, you know, researching it and and learning more about it and signing up for different parties to kind of get an idea of what I'm getting myself into and ended up meeting Greg through one of those sites.
2: <laughs> and you weren't even supposed to be my you weren't supposed to be my girlfriend or anything. Yeah,
1: I was actually supposed to be his third. And that didn't end up working out. That fell through. So I've always had that poly aspect of things. Um, So sharing and communicating has never been an issue for us because it's something that we kind of met in. Mm -hmm.
0: And so like uh, meeting you guys, and then we uh, ended up going out to the Cheesecake Factory. And then from there, how did you guys decide... How did you guys decide that night that you wanted to see us again or like meet us again?
3: Did you guys just have like a gut feeling or like you both realized that you guys had a connection with us?
2: I think the only honest way to answer that is it'd be no different than a single person meeting another person that they're attracted to. So it would be that feeling. So that feeling would be the same across the board for anyone.
3: Do you think it's kind of odd that me and Cody introduce it to ourselves of the swinger lifestyle because you guys both got introduced with
0: i feel like it's pretty normal it's something lots of people dream of it just takes the courage to actually speak up about it
2: again communication with your partner it's really <laughs> not that hard
0: we were at a really good point and we were having great trust and communication so that's how we ended up back to what you were saying
1: i just wanted to touch on that before yeah. we went back there there's a lot of us out there there's a lot of people in the lifestyle they could be lifestyle swingers into, you know, whatever. There's a lot of us out there. Not all of us find out about that until we're later on in life or at a certain age. And at some point, it needs to be brought up, whether that be something you guys bring up with one another, whether that be someone else, it comes up in conversation. So at some point it needs to get brought up. The fact that you guys were able to have that conversation without jealousy, without the problems, without the fear, because you were able to be honest with one another is awesome. I don't think there's anything weird or strange about that.
2: Like your friend who just joined the military, how when you asked her, she steered her by <laughs> and she's like, she's like, what? I'm, um, I'm, I'm, and, and we, when we hung up the phone call, I turned to Crystal and I said, yep, she's definitely, definitely lifestyle.
1: So I think one of the things that Greg and I do differently than a lot of other people do, I think it falls back on the communication thing where sometimes we're just a little too blunt or a little too honest. Because if we don't ask the hard questions and we skirt around everything, then you're always going to be in the same stagnant place. And one of the questions I have found myself asking more commonly to other women is, are you bi or are you straight? And that is a conversation a lot of women are not prepared to have. It's always interesting and I only ask those where I'm not entirely sure and I'm getting vi- buy vibes from them, but they're with like a guy or they're in a relationship. Recently, I was talking to one of my friends who I've gotten buy vibes from, but I wasn't exactly sure where she stood. And when I asked her a question she wasn't prepared for, are you bi or are you straight out of the blue? Like there was no preface, there was no conversation that added up to it. It was just, hey, let me ask you this question. Her response was straight. I'm like, are you asking me or are you telling me because I'm now I'm not sure. (laughs) And sometimes it just breaks down to asking those questions that other people are not prepared to hear to get them to start thinking is is this what I want? Do I want the monogamous lifestyle or is there something more here?
2: My favorite thing to do as a lifestyle couple together as a couple, it's, I guess like couples games, I guess, is to hit on straight people or vanilla people. I oh, love yeah. that. So, you know, so other couples that are out in the wild. So to hit on them. Out
1: in the wild. Get <laughs> to, fresh catch.
2: <laughs> to hit on them and see how far we can take it. <laughs> that and, tiger over there. That's a nice and, tiger.
1: <laughs> when you tag team as a couple. Oh, it's fun you either uh, yeah. watch them squirm or you watch them blush if i and you know almost instantly if they're possibly lifestyle or if they're super yeah we did
3: it for we did it for our first time like flirting out in public together like a tag team type thing and we found we found it really exciting afterwards <laughs> but that was
0: actually really fun yeah
3: yeah and people were more much more accepting of it than we thought they would be
1: now i want to throw this back on you guys um you guys are newer you guys are newly out to other people that your lifestyle Mm -hmm. what is your experience with other people's reactions for you being new and explaining to them like what's going on like how how has that been for you guys
0: i told my sister my sister got really excited oh and then other people's reactions (laughs) that we have gotten are i've told my my brother my all my brother said was cool
1: sometimes with the lifestyle aspect when family and friends are not fully involved in all the details and they don't exactly know they can tell they can tell by how we talk because it's not a one-night stand it's a deeper friendship than that they can tell by how the other person's talked about and they don't normally see that except for when you're in a romantic relationship. So it's easy for them to, oh, I think I know what's going on here. It's <laughs> harder for them to accept it sometimes. so that's that's a big part is not only like talking about it, but mm. like getting accepted by that person, yeah,
0: um, so go go ahead and tell the story about like what happened
1: which of uh, which one of like
0: how she guessed like the whole thing that happened. That's yeah, a funny her. story.
3: Um, so I went up to her house and then she, I started having a conversation with her. I finally told her that I was bisexual after coming out after a year. And then I was like, okay, she's like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, go for it. She's like, your friends. They're swingers, right? I was like, do you want the honest truth or do you want me to lie to you? She's like, just tell me the truth. I'm like, they're kind of swingers, they're lifestyle. And then I explained to her what it was and she's like, I knew it. I knew it from the very beginning. As soon as you said something about them, you guys, it sounded so suspicious, and I had a gut feeling, and then you showed me that picture from the resort. You guys were way too close. (laughs)
1: Um, That's actually really funny. I had a very similar experience with my stepmom when I, I didn't even come, okay, so like I said, I identified as a lesbian in high school, so there was no, like, coming out. Still don't know what I did. (laughs) There was no real, like, coming out, because I did that in high school, but I very distinctly remember going out to lunch with my stepmom. And she just straight up was like, are you guys swingers? Like out of the blue. I had no idea where it came from. And my response was very similar. Do you want the honest answer? Or (laughs) do you just want me not to answer? Because I promised her I wouldn't lie to her with anything. Yeah. And her response was, well, I, I want the honest answer. And then her next question after I told her, well, yes, kind of. Our next question was, are you still interested in girls? Which I thought was a little strange because as I said, I already came out to her to like girls. So like, why would that change? It's not a phase. But my next answer was, again, do you want the honest answer or, and she goes, no, nope, I think I have my answer, I'm good.
3: <laughs> yeah. And
1: that was all she wanted to hear, but she still got the idea. Mm-hmm.
3: That's really cool. That it wasn't a negative experience though. You know, any questions you might want to ask us or ask each other while you guys are on the podcast?
1: Well, I just want to say anyone who is thinking about maybe going into the lifestyle, any branch of it, um, reach out to other people, Mm -hmm. like ask questions, talk to them. If you're not sure, you know, talk to someone like Cody and Katie, who, you know, are going to answer questions and don't be afraid to ask. Because there's a lot of different things people are into, and there's nothing wrong with it, and there's no shame, and sometimes you just need someone to talk to about it.
0: And sometimes you get the unexpected. We never thought we'd end up making such close friends. We thought we were never going to really be close with anybody ever again, like friendship-wise as well. Because we've
3: I been mean, screwed over so many times with so many people. You guys have
0: changed that for us, and it became even better after that.
2: So with us, and I just wanted to add this in real fast for our day to day, what we do for work, we have a a YouTube channel and we actually, we actually share our lifestyle aspects of our life with on our channel with everyone. So that's something that we do not hide from the public. So people can either like us or they don't like us, but, um, the lifestyle aspect of it is we don't care. And, um, we want to share it. We don't want to act on TV for people. We mm-hmm. want them to see the real us. If we go camping with friends, I mean, they may not see all of what happens at camping. <laughs> but all that, you know, the hugging or, or just being close uh, with everyone. That's and, not an act. Yeah, you know, it's not an act. And we don't need to cut that out of our videos.
0: And
3: that's
1: mm-hmm.
0: why you guys, you guys have pushed us so much to come yep. open about it too. Because how much we admire that you guys are open about it and unafraid to show it.
1: So one of the things that a lot of people don't know um, that I guess I'm not going to announce to everybody is I used to do the whole webcamming thing. And one of the things that I learned from that experience, again, being lifestyle, it's not that far off, um, doing the webcamming thing, there's so many people out there with different things they're into. And a lot of the people that I talked to were ashamed of it. They're ashamed of their sexuality. They're afraid to explore and experiment because society says you can't or you shouldn't or that's wrong. I just want to say, first off, if you're one of those people, there are a lot of you out there. You're not alone. We are all into different things. And there's nothing wrong with that. So... Be a little more open about yourself. Don't shove it in people's faces, but don't hide it either. If it's a part of you, if it's something you're into, then just embrace it. Uh,
2: earlier, uh, our day-to-day business, we do YouTube and we do overlanding, uh, camping, adventure, and that type of stuff. And um, a little bit of vlogging here and there.
1: Hard to do that with the whole COVID thing. Now, travel is um very difficult. It's hard to meet <laughs> other lifestyle
2: couples. Uh, yes. Um, now, we have a channel and uh that's about it we just
1: we- so as greg said earlier we do youtube and part of doing youtube means all of the social media so not only do we have a youtube if you guys are interested um but mr and mrs overlander um our channel is all about adventure it's it's a lifestyle it's a vlog it's basically whatever we're doing in that moment and Sometimes that means going off-roading, camping, whatever, but other times it could be whatever we're doing for the weekend with whomever we're hanging out with, and normally that's Cody and Katie. Taking our new, fr- um,
2: taking our new friends to Cheesecake Factory.
1: Yeah, um, just kind of like whatever, but that's Mr. Mr. Overlander, and um, all of our other social links are linked into our channel, so I'm not going to go into that, but... <laughs> It's different. It's not just off-roading. It's kind of like whatever.
0: Also put the links in de- the description as well. All right. And this has been another episode of You, Me, and Swinging. Uh, I'm Cody. And I'm Katie. And we'll have uh, Crystal and Greg on us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: true. Wow. We'll have Crystal and Greg on this show eventually again. Uh, hopefully getting into more topics. All right. We'll see you guys later. See you. I slurred right there. The slurred.